0: Welcome to Anime Weekend. I'm your host Momo, and this week we're gonna be talking about episodes nine of Chainsaw Man and episode nine and ten of Spy Family Part 2. And I've only watched those because I just needed a break to kind of refocus to refocus things and reformat the podcast. And I'm back. So it's time to talk about those episodes. These are gonna blow by because I'm gonna be talking about like these, like their movie-sized events just because I'm going to watch a chunk at a time, because this is a week, right? And I want to watch a lot of anime, so. The episode lengths are going to vary, and also, for your convenience, I'm going to put timestamps in when I'm going to begin talking about Spy Family, and when I'm going to begin talking about Chainsaw Man, so you can go to whichever one you want to listen to. First up is Spy Family. So this is episode nine of part two of Spy Family. They sure make it easy to spit out what you're watching, don't they? Um, In this episode... Nightfall just wants some of Twilight. That's her whole thing. Nightfall is the chick with the white hair. And she's very pretty. And if I was your, I'd be so jealous because she's everything I'd want to be if I was your. (laughs) She's everything I want to be now and I'm not your. You know, can you imagine what your feels about this woman that works with Twilight? Lloyd. She doesn't know him as Twilight with Lloyd. And I feel that way too because, oh my goodness, she is Gorgeous, but then again, so is Lloyd, and that's why she wants a piece of him. And I was like, Oh, it's just a crush, it's not just a crush. She like really made me feel emotions for her that she actually felt for Twilight because our perfect little family is still Anya, Yor, and Lloyd. And Twilight is not gonna come between that. It's just it just made a little bit of sense for both of them to be jealous and nervous. But Lloyd, to be oblivious to it, and this is the only thing he's oblivious to, I like that. I got into it so much so that at the very end of the episode where she's crying in the rain and he's like trying to talk to her, I felt the same way that I felt for her as when I felt when Hughes died. You know, that whole, it's a a good day for rain. Like, I felt that when she was crying in the rain. I was like, these are the same kind of feelings being elicited here. Ultimate sadness. You can't get it your way. I know you can't have it the way you want it. And that sucks. That's life sometimes. You can do everything right and still lose. Then there's a cute little cartoon bit about Bond taking a hit out on the penguin because he wants to be on your squishy. I thought it was really cute, that whole situation. And I love that the penguin is still relevant. Usually in an anime like this, somebody will get a stuffed animal and you'll see it in the background on some shots. And when they want to tell you that, oh, I remember when he gave me the stuffed animal and they'll look on the on the dresser and see the stuffed animal there. have a flashback or something no this stuffed animal is like a side character on itself i love that the fact that this penguin showed up is kept and is stuck around as a gag and then the next episode of spy family twilight and nightfall going undercover as tennis players in order to win an underground tennis tournament which in and of itself could be an anime by itself like underground tennis tournament anime where where can i get it uh point me in the direction of that anime but that doesn't exist yet Instead, we've got this show, which I'm assuming is just kind of taking the piss out of sports anime. This whole episode felt like it was a parody of sports anime, and it was fantastic. They were using crazy, souped-up, dumb rackets. There's people using, you know, mega tennis steroids. There was, like, these big steroid freaks that are just, their traps are so big that they just look like giant dicks. And except for, I think, one of the dicks wears a hat. That's how you know he's the brother it was fucking fantastic, there's a whip racket, I thought it was great, I'm like, yo, give me the full 26 episode treatment, I'm ready, this is why I couldn't be a person in charge of, you know, okaying and going, nah, to to some anime being made into, manga being made into anime, because I would see the most ridiculous shit and be like, yes, I would like 10 of those, please, and I thought you could tell I love Promare. Because it was absolutely batshit and off-the-wall crazy immediately. So was the idea and premise and episode of of Spy Family where you had crazy shit happen. And I don't know if I mentioned it, um, but I reviewed Promera. is another anime I saw this week. But I reviewed it for the movie uh, podcast that comes out midweek. So you'll get it then. And uh, definitely subscribe so you can get that. But anyway, underground tennis, serious tennis players, steroid freaks. There was gas in the green room. And also, I love that also you still have Nightfall and her storyline about being in love with Lloyd. So this episode has everything you could ever want. It has it all. It's chock full of stuff. And it was so chock full of stuff, they had to make it a two-parter. So we didn't get the other part of this episode. And that kind of, well, I did it because I stopped watching it because I needed to woo-saw inside of my own heart. I'm looking forward to watching the second part. Absolutely. And seeing what the fuck's going on. And I'll probably watch a few more episodes of Spy Family just so I have some more to talk about in the Spy Family chunk. Because I feel like I can talk about Spy Family in a very quick amount of time. Because people always make the joke, like, what even happened to Spy Family? You know, like, did the girl lose her dolly and that's a whole episode? <laughs> like, shut up, alright? Spy Family is a very good show. And it has family values. And drama. And a love triangle. It's actually like a love rhombus. If you want to be real. And the only people that are in love is Nightfall. She doesn't know that there's no love anywhere else. She has no clue. She thinks it's a love triangle. But it's a love it's a love rhombus. Because the brother also is obsessed with his sister and it's weird. That's the one thing I'm just like, mm, anime, you gotta anime. And anime looks back at me and throws up finger guns and goes, you know it. But uh, this is that wee bullshit that we have to get through to get to the meat of the good anime like i always say like watching anime is like eating a crab in order to get to the succulent meat inside you have to break the shell open and the shell in this one is her brother's in love with her but that's okay delicious meat and also anya is so cute and adorable do it for her and without a doubt i think anya is the funniest character right now in anime for the past in funniest character of the year anime like she absolutely makes me lose my shit it's it's up between her and power for funniest anime character so yes that's my thoughts on spy family now jumping over to chainsaw man this episode had a lot better of a tone than the episode before it where i thought that it was crazy and badass and bonkers and it showed you everybody's true power where they're going to be able to grow to and stuff like that i really enjoyed last episode but i thought that it was missing something and this episode picked it up the tone was a lot more somber in this one and it gave you more questions to ask such as what is makima's power what demons is she friends with just asking why the fuck is the chick with that scared of things so fast how the fuck do they come back from this there's lots of questions that that this episode gave me but it gave me hope also when i saw makima walk off the train and she's like covered in blood and she's like it's not mine i was like oh thank god because I know you're gonna you're up to something and I need it to be proven right about that. So I'm glad you're not dead. Thank you. Good job. You're here to for me to blame more things on because it's your fault. I know it's your fault. What's your fault? something probably everything i have such hard feelings about this but the beginning of the episode ghosts the ghost's last act before totally disappearing was to rev up chainsaw man again and our boy is fine you rev up his motor and he is ready to go he's like then you had chainsaw man versus sword man and you got to see some blood some violence ballet but only a smidgen only a taste they gave you just a dollop of violence ballet and they were like no, no, no. We want you to savor the taste of that. There's more to come. Don't worry, my child. And I'm holding Chainsaw Man really close to my heart and going, thank you, Chainsaw Man. I owe you my life. And it's it's the creature holding out its hand to me. So Sword Man goes, why am I not just doing the samurai movie killing technique where I just run past you in a and so fast you don't see me move. I end up behind you and you just die. And he does that. And it's a very effective, super effective, in fact. And it leaves our boy Denji unconscious. He's too much blood loss. Makima is fine. She has some shit that she's not telling us. Some guy resigned and she's like, I would have told you punk ass, but you resigned. And now it looks like the only thing keeping people inside of this situation is the contracts they have with demons. Because otherwise... I'm sure they'd be quit. People would be quitting this organization in droves. Like, I am not about getting randomly assassinated by people with guns. I'm out of here. But also, I want to stick around because I want answers. So, if it was me and I had to make the decision to resign or stay on board with Makima, I'm staying on board just to get answers. I'm not doing it as a favor to her. I don't think she's hot. Nothing like that. I just want to know what's going on. Because I am very intrigued. And I know the answer is going to be some wild shit. Makima's a monster the way she kills people. And I can't wait to see how else she kills people. Who else she has contracts with. I am so excited. Just the way she killed people was brutal. It takes sacrifice to a new level. And she's okay sacrificing these people. She's like, oh, they're on death row anyway. They're going to go anyway. This way they're going out doing something for the good of humanity. (laughs) So, I mean, if I was on death row, that's how I'd want to go out. And everybody looks like they're dead except for the scared girl who protects Denji with her amazing super speed and just fight or flight kicking into gear. It's just like fight going into gear and just, she just starts whipping ass. And then she kind of apologizes to Denji and she's like, that's, she understands that what she did was bullshit in the last, in the last episode we saw her and it kind of made me feel bad for her I was like okay she protected Denji she apologized to him she understands that what she did before of trying to kill him was bad and stupid and wrong and it was just fear getting to the better of her and I mean like in you in her place would you do any different no you'd freak the fuck out too so yeah that was Chainsaw Man and I cannot, I cannot wait to watch more of that. So that this has been the trial episode of Anime Weekend. Let me know if there, I should change anything or what I should do with the formatting or anything to make this more fun to listen to. Uh, or how many animes should I put on here? Or how many animes should I watch in a week to talk about in Anime Weekend? Stuff like that. Definitely hit me up on audio underscore DEE on Twitter and give me suggestions. Thanks so much for listening.